Hey, what's up, socialites? Welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast with me, Joe Dombrowski. And me, Gaspar Dazzo. We're still in Staten Island. We did just do the push-ups, if you listened last week, or the pull-ups. I did 10, Gaspar did five, right, four, so we're gonna backtrack. Half, two. I did, Not what enough. happened was we started the competition and I said to Joe, let me show you what a pull-up looks like in Staten Island. So I did like three or four just to show him how they were, which tired me out. Then Joe did some half-ass pull-ups because his body's too long. So he literally <laughs> just lifted his head over the bar. I will say this, when I did pull-ups, on your pull-up bar, I lifted my legs and my when I would go down, my knees almost hit the ground. We have that's smaller, how much I tower over you. We have smaller door frames in Staten Island because the average person is not tall. And by door frames, he means shins. <laughs> do you know that once I went to H and M and I was like, oh, I was like, do you have a size 31, 30 in pants? And he said, and the guy said. Oh, we do. They're just sold out because you live in Staten Island. Whoa, really? Oh, he's like, everybody here is a 3130. Wow. We all have 30 leg. What is your pant leg? I'm a 34, 30, like a 32, 32? No. 32, 34? Yeah, you got to be a 34. So for those of you who don't know what the pant legs, the second number is how many inches your pants are. So you have to be four inches more than me pants wise, at least. So- Pants wise, maybe. So we did the pull-up contest, but it was we're gonna we gotta do it again when we go to a real gym together. Oh yeah, that sounds like a real trick. And Joe just broke my shit. <laughs> I literally just Gasper's picture of himself flew off the wall. With your help from your chairs, it smashed the glass? Yeah. No, it didn't. Oh, it didn't? No, no, we just gotta get it back up on the wall eventually. Alright. It's broken for sure. First of all, sorry. Second of all, it's not broken. Alright. It's I, not broken. I heard glass. There's no glass broken. Gasper, there's no glass broken. Okay. That's a horrible picture. I have the poster of the first time I ever headlined a comedy club. They hung my picture. I can up. get it back up right now. They hung my picture up outside the club on this big frame. And I asked them if I could take it and I hung it in my house. But it's a picture of me from when I was like 21 years old. And I just look so different, which... Joe and I were talking about how we've aged and how we just look different as we age. And this is the difference. So we're still in Staten Island. Obviously, we're still in my house. And so my wife was in on the conversation. So my wife's like, well, I look completely different now. Like I have a whole different face. So for those of you who don't know, my wife got a nose job. This is Gasper. Nobody knows that. What do you do for, for those of you who don't know nobody well, knows that I, so for those of you just to listen my wife got a nose job and the she, had, she hated her nose her whole life she went to a doctor oh look the bottom of the picture is broken it's all right it's actually the frame everybody i didn't break the picture frames so, pictures are priceless but frames are replaceable it's okay sorry guys i'm sorry i didn't mean to come to your house and ruin all your shit Sorry, as long as you don't break my my sake jar, that's what's most important. From the 1800s. So my wife went to the doctor. She had a blocked nasal passage. She was only breathing at like 1% capacity, all this stuff. So the doctor basically was like, listen, he's like, I think you're very beautiful. But with a new nose, you would look even more beautiful. Now, I say that's an assholey thing for a doctor to say. But I think the way he said it, I mean, I wasn't there. Say how you think he said it. I think he was just so trying. I'm Melissa. I think, I think he was trying to pitch a, a nose job that'll make him a lot of money. Yeah. So he said, 
oh, you know, you're beautiful, but I think, you know, maybe, you know, she had, uh, she'll be the first to tell you her nose was a little different. Like she wants to retake our wedding photos. What? Yeah, because no way. We, we both look so different. My head was shaved well, yeah, on our wedding. Well, yeah, because Gasper, you and, were 21. And she had a different nose. So, so that's part of the beauty of wedding pictures, watching them age. Yeah, but we've aged gracefully. So that wait, now that's a good thing. Yeah, we've yeah, aged well. I mean, and look, and like people are like, oh well, she got her nose done, like you know, like whatever. And I'm like, listen, I'm a, I'm a. You want your boobs done? You want your nose done? If something makes you happy, I'm a big believer in that. You should actually do it because why do you go to the gym? Because you like to look a certain way. You know what I mean? I honestly do it. This is no cap. I honestly do it because when I am an older person, I want to still be able to like move and get around. Cause That's I believe great. that if you don't sit, you rest. And if you allow yourself to deteriorate, you will. And I don't want to be an old person who can't like bend over to get the remote. Yeah, no. And, and so you do it for health, but like, so whatever people's reasons are for wanting something like I'm for it. Like there's nothing she could have did to make her nose look different, but she hated it her whole life. It's not like you can work it out and it's going to change you know what I mean? Like same thing. Like when people get boob implants and people are like, Oh, well, she got her boobs done. I mean, if you wanted bigger boobs and you can't, they're not going to just happen. You know what I mean? Like big, bigger boobs won't happen. It's not like a butt where you could work it out and it could look different. Like boobs are boobs. They're not going to ever, they are what they are until you're pregnant until you're pregnant. But even when you're pregnant, they're not, if you want gigantic boobs, it, just because you're pregnant don't mean they're going to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and they don't always stay. Yeah. So if you want them to stay and someone, and it's going to make you happy, make yourself look in the mirror at the end of the day and be like, I'm happy with myself. Why would you deprive yourself of doing that? So that's how she kind of felt about her nose. And at first she was like secretive about it. Mm -hmm. And then she like, was like, you know what? No, fuck that. Like I'm a believer that like, I did this for my own mental health too. So uh, that's why she was like, cause I was like, Oh, can we talk about it on the podcast? And, and Joe's like, no, that's me. And she's like, yeah, I don't care. So what kind of work are you going to get done? <laughs> Just to work out. That's it. I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I'm first off. I, I can't swallow pills. So, so maybe you should get a new esophagus. <laughs> <laughs> to start. Listen, I just want to say also the people of New Brunswick, New Jersey, thank you all for caring so much about my esophagus. What'd they say? I didn't know that. Oh, so many people as they walked out were like, don't eat at this restaurant. Your esophagus will completely break. They said that? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. And Or they were like, how's your esophagus doing? Like, oh, they just Can we asked. talk to them about this, by the way? Oh, also, by the way, you guys, by this time, I will have done three more shows next weekend. Or I think this weekend, I'm okay. in Toronto. There might still be tickets available for that. Then I'm in Sacramento. Then the next weekend is the special taping in Los Angeles. Then Denver. Springfield, Missouri, St. Louis, Vermont, Nashville, Austin, Philly, Charlotte, Madison. Get your tickets at MrDTimes3.com. Anyway, plug yours real quick. Yeah, March, I have some other stuff going on. But then in April, I'll be in Rochester. Then I'll be at the City Winery in New York. And, and I will be in Long Island on April 15th. I will be... A few other places. I don't know. Just go to gasperandazzo.com. I can't think right now. We got to lay down the ground rules for you guys a little bit. First of all, I love you guys. Like, thank you so much for supporting me and coming to my shows and loving the comedy that I do and being all into that, too. There is a little bit of a line that we have to draw. And one of them is, this is happening a few times now. You might go back and listen to the episode where I was in Miami and a crazy woman lied, told the security guard that she lost her glasses and asked if he could go check the locks and found. And when he walked away, she stormed into my green room, 
was sitting there with me and was just deranged, like was convincing people that we were childhood friends. It was scary, okay? It, this happens again in New Brunswick. These two super drunk girls who I'm sure are just out having a good time, which is fine. I'm glad you have a good time when you come to the shows, but we all know this, guys. Drunk can switch to crazy in a fraction of a second. And I'm going to go ahead and guess that that happens more often than you'd think in New Brunswick, New Jersey. <laughs> so these two girls knocking on the door, didn't know if banging, it, on the door. banging on the door, didn't know if it was a server trying to get in, you trying to get in. I don't know. So Kevin, the other guy who was working the show with us, he answered the door. Thank God. And then they saw it was him. They were trying not to get in, right? Because like they were trying to just get in to talk to us and be in there and whoever's in there. You guys, that's not okay. That's like not good etiquette. Like like I when I can, I come out and take pictures with you guys because you took time out of your day to like come to the show, and I will definitely give you that time too. But like. You can't go lurking around trying to like sneak in and like Lying. pull this weird shit. Cause at the end of the day, like, you know me, I don't know you. So I don't know if you're like a fan, a fan fan, a deranged fan or a crazy person. So like, just think about how that could kind of be scary. Like just yeah, don't do that shit. Yeah. Or ask like where we're staying like what hotel? Oh. Or <laughs> sometimes you guys are like in the hotel lobby, but not staying at the hotel because you figured out where I'm staying. Like, just like think about it. Pump the brakes for a second. It's it's like a little, it freaks me the fuck out. Like the time you guys found my house, that was fucking weird. Well, and you know why? It's true. Because like you said, like they know you, but you don't really know them. So like a million people on the internet all have like this connection with you where they feel like you're closer with them. Not that they feel like they're clo you're closer with them, but you know what I mean? Like they know about your insight into your life and you don't really know any insight into their life. So. Which is not the problem because I do feel like I'm cultivating people who I would be, who would we That's be in I'm the saying. same That's shit anyway. It's not like they, but it's just like, they've seen the inside of your house from Instagram. So right. like they feel like, oh, I've seen it already, you know? So like- Yeah, it's a it, one-sided friendship. Like when you when we meet each other, just remember, I know nothing yeah. about you. I'm so happy you're there. And then once you start talking to people, then obviously you become friendly with them and you can actually get- Right, age, right. but especially like in that scenario last night, like they literally just knocked and walked in. Yeah, and it knocked, was like, boom. And oh, hey. I'm like, no, this isn't how this works. Yeah. So now that we laid that ground rules, but there are some of you who are fucking awesome. Like the people who left these amazing positive five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Joe and Gasper, I love you. Thank you for the laughs, the stories, the epic chaos, and all of the shows. Please come to Dallas-Fort Worth soon. Ooh, I think I am in the fall. Maybe you can come. We'll see Favorite podcast. A colleague of mine recommended this podcast to me. It's my new favorite. I only wish that I could listen more than once a week. Laugh through every single episode and I listen in full entirety. It's so real and relatable and just funny. I need more funny in my life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You guys thank are you. awesome. Thank, thank you. you very much. That. Yeah. And this one, there's this one more that I want to read. This is the only, this is so bizarre. This is the only non-wrestling podcast that I listen to. And I listen nonstop. And I listen to nonstop soap opera podcasts too. I listen whether it's Let's Watch TV or the main social studies podcast. It's absolutely hilarious. Joe, is you are so personal and down to earth. Gasper, you're just all right. 
sign. <laughs> thank you for putting on the podcast. Well, thank you guys. Thank you guys very much. Did you ever watch soap operas? I never really watched soap operas, but that's so funny that you say that because I was in a, the, one of the schools that I taught in was a dual language, dual immersion school. Do you know anything about? There's more than one language. But the way that they did it was the kids day was spent. First of all, the student population was split up and it was fifth, the whole school was 50% native Spanish speaking students okay. and 50% native speaking English speaking students. And the kids would switch in the middle of the day and half of their studies were taught in full Spanish and half of their studies were taught in English. So by the time they got to fifth grade, which is what I was teaching at the time, they were pretty much bilingual. Wait, both ways? So, okay, I'm an English student. Mm -hmm. So I go to my math class in English. My One year. So say fourth grade, math is in English. Fifth grade, math is in Spanish. But am I, I'm a, only an English speaker going into this or I knew some Spanish? So you have been in this program since you were in kindergarten. So by the time you get there, you should be able to keep up. And then obviously there were kids who opted out who weren't in the program at all. They just went to school and they were in the English class or just the Spanish class like full time. But yeah, so it's pretty, pretty amazing, right? But I had one kid who was dramatic, dramatic. And he was like just learning how to speak English. And the way that he learned how to speak and to read English is his mom put English subtitles in all the telenovelas. And that's how he slept. That's common though. Mm -hmm. That's I heard common. that that's common. Yeah, yeah. a lot of the kids, I, I used to teach ESL. Well, it used to be called ESL. Right. Now it's called ELL. ELL, English language learners. Yeah. And all of them used to say that, well, like, especially like the girls from Albanian girls or whatever, they'd say, as soon as they come here, they just watch soap operas and they watch Friends. A lot of them watch Friends Hilarious. to get the humor yeah. aspect because it doesn't always translate, you know, but right. they watch the soap operas because she said it's slow enough, like the storyline's easy enough to follow that you could connect the words. And, mm -hmm. and she was like, yeah, that's what we watch. I never watched a soap opera. I don't think I ever did except when I was in the doctor's office as a kid. Cause like, you know, right. Was that a thing yeah, for you guys yeah. too? Yeah. Like in the waiting room, they just had a soap opera soap playing operas. and we didn't have cable growing up. I didn't have so, cable for a long time either. Yeah. So we, it was on TV, but I don't remember watching it. Do you guys have cable now? Mm -mm. We're thinking about getting rid of it. We got rid of it. Yeah. So you we only do. have streaming services. We do. So we have Hulu plus Which or whatever. I love. So it's Hulu plus is, so they told us like pick 50 channels that you want essentially or whatever the Who's number they? was. I don't know, the Hulu people. Okay. The Huluers told the us, Hulus. like, pick 50, peop pick 50 channels. So I picked, like, Sports Center, ESPN, the NFL Network, Fox Sports. Like, you know, I picked all the sports channels. Mm -hmm. Melissa picked, like, the other 45, like, Bravo, Lifetime. Lifetime. <laughs> you know, whatever, Peacock, I don't know, whatever the channels are, CBS. You know, she picked those. And that's it. That's all we pay for. I think we pay, like, 60 bucks a month. Yeah. But we were paying, like, $220 a month. But we still pay for internet, so it's not like yeah, because you need the internet, yeah. and then internet's disgusting. Internet's like one hundred ten dollars a month. I have an argument to make, and I think about this all the time. Don't you think we're in the world, and this might be crazy radical, but do you think we're living a world where having internet access is a basic human right at this point, especially in the United States? Well, a basic human right in. No, no because there's plenty of people who don't have it in other countries. But in America, you're talking about in the United States. I, I think it it like it is very difficult for someone to level up in the world without internet access okay. if you're living in the United States. That I agree with. Even like simple things, like 
even a simple thing like going to a restaurant now, like the menu is on an app. Right. So like if you don't have a, I think having a phone might be more, you know, like if you need a ride, like right now, like if I needed a ride, like I can't just hail a taxi anymore. Like I have to get an Uber. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, Through there my, aren't taxis around here, I noticed. None. In Staten Island. There's no taxi in Staten Island. It's all Uber left. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So like, how would I get that? I'd have to like call from a landline, which I don't even own a land. You have a landline anymore? No, God, no. Yeah. Which is so funny because when we moved into our, we were in a new townhouse before we moved into the house that we got. And that was probably built in, I would have guessed like 2012 or so. And there's no outlet to have a landline in that house. Yes, but then we crazy. moved into our house that we're in now, which was built in like the fifties. There are still ports in the walls. For- there, there's ports here, right? In these corners of this house. But, but yeah, so like landlines, when we, when we got rid of cable, they were like, oh, do you want to keep the landline? And it was like six bucks. And at first I was like, oh, it's good to have. And then I was like, is it good to have anymore? Like, what, what are we going to do with it? Like, yeah, if the cell phones go down, but then chances are the landlines probably went down if the cell phones went down. I feel down. like having a landline is literally just going to be nonstop telemarketers just calling. Do you remember when that started to happen? Yeah, but we had it always on mute. We had a landline in our old house, but we never, we didn't even have the phone. I didn't even know the number to it. And it was ringing. We, we don't know. We just muted it, but we had it because I was like, what if, God forbid, you know, I'm a doomsday prepper. So, like, I was like, what if, God forbid, like, our cell phones get taken down and blah, blah, blah. Then at least we have the landline to get in touch with people. But then I read online that they can hack your house from the landline outside. They can hack your house? Into your house? Well, because I have the God, alarm please system. Please, just give it to me. I have the alarm system. It was hooked up to the Wi-Fi, which was hooked up to the landline. Like, that's something with the landline. It might not even have been true, but I read that. Like if they could get your landline through your landline, they could get to your alarm. I'm spiraling just listening to you give me this half-baked information. I don't know if it's true. Holy shit. Let's cut to a commercial break. (laughs) And we're back. We have some emails if you want to get into it. Yeah, let's do them. Okay, this one is called Thanks a Lot, Three-Year-Old. Hello, everybody. Well, it's just the two of us, but. Hello to you, ma'am. First of all, I love your podcast. Your back and forth has me cracking up all the time as I listen. Okay, here's a story that just happened to me this week. My boyfriend and I have been dating for almost six months, but have yet to say I love you. I've let's just pause. What like when how how long were you and Melissa dating until you said I love you? Or do you not say that? Are you one of those people? Oh no, no. I, I, I made a whole event of it. Of saying I love you for the first time. Yeah. Oh, are we going to talk about this? Or we is can. it embarrassing? We can. I was in my parents' house. Is it too personal? No. Okay. Nothing's personal to me. You yeah, know I this. guess that's true. We were in my parents' house. Well, obviously, I was home. I was living at home. I was only 22 years old or whatever. I was my first year teaching. I had her come over. I put like rose petals out, all this stuff. And I made up a song on the guitar for her. And at the end of the song, I, I was like, I said, I love you to her. And she... She was like, oh, I love you too. This one, she like hugged and kissed me. and For the uh, first time ever. <laughs> the last. And yeah, and she was like crying or maybe she wasn't. I don't know. And yeah, I was like, oh, I just wanted to tell you something. I wrote a song for you and I played it. And then I was like, oh, and I love you. And I was like, eh, eh, eh. Like, I think it had like slipped prior, but it was never like the full like. Yeah. Because like, don't you remember like when you were dating before? Like, how did, what about when you and Morgan? I think like we just, it, I remember it was Easter and we woke up one morning and I was just like, hi, I love you. And he's like, I love you too. And I was like, great. 
Yeah, it was. I'm not a gushy romantic person. I uh, so, but I think back, like when I remember, like when you're younger, like saying "I love you" was like the big event. Well, of, see, like, that's the thing. I was like 26 or 27. Yeah, 26. like I was like 21. Yeah, 20. I was like tw- 26, about to turn 27. Like I remember this girl in high school. I told her I loved her. I was like, I put flowers all over the ground. Wait, no, what did I do? Oh, yeah, no, no. I put Hershey's kisses all over the ground. I made like a trail of Hershey's kisses all around the, my house. My, you know, I was at my living at home, obviously. I was like 16. And then I put flowers in the shower and I wrote a note, like follow the trail. And she had to like follow the trail. And it was like, I kiss the ground you walk on and I shower you with flowers because I wanted to tell you I love you. <laughs> but it was a big event to tell someone you love them. Why, that's corny? I was a kid. Joe's just looking at me in disapproval. Not even looking at you. <laughs> Why? What part of that's cringy? I don't. The Hershey's kisses. First of all, I don't I kiss, kiss the, the ground, ground you walk on. I, I, I just want to tell you, I want to take it back with the toaster. Like that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm looking like now, I, I would never say that. Like even some of us, I don't kiss the ground. Nobody walks on. No offense, baby. <laughs> okay, but, I have to talk about this. I've never talked about this in the podcast. Good for uh, you. Don't do this. You and Melissa don't do this, so I'm not talking about you. Have sex. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, don't listen to that part. It was a joke. Okay, listen. You ever go on Facebook and you read these couples' posts and it's like their birthday or an anniversary oh, or like God. something. And they're about to get divorced, so they post something sentimental. Listen, the, have we talked about this before? No, I just know Morgan it. Morgan and I talk about this we all the time. We talk about it all the time. You and Melissa? I'm like, oh, this oh. couple must be going through trouble. And then we read, Morgan and I read the posts. It's literally people will be like, to my, my king... The man that I've always loved and cherished. From the moment I met you, I knew that I would be a servant of your gratitude. And I'm so happy to even be graced upon the same earth that you take a single step. My sweet child. It's bad. I read these things and I'm like disgusting. And then the comments are like. Get a backbone. The comments are like, oh my God, you guys are the best. Meanwhile, like one of them's probably having an affair. Oh God. That's why they're writing all that. Also, these couples who post about like nonstop, like my husband's great. My husband, my wife is amazing. My husband. It's like, what about fucking you? Like, what are you compensating for? What about you? Just be your fucking, are you confident in this? Well, they, or when when a couple drops like the fall photo shoot. Oh my God. Post it was God. like it was like oh they just dropped the fall photo shoot you know that their life's in shambles right now or something like that and I was like that's so true because like if I ever said to Melissa like let's go do a photo shoot me and you just because the leaves are changing color we, we well first off on her birthday it's always this big joke because like I I'm not one to ever be like happy birthday Joe and like post a whole like ton of stories. ten story slides yeah, yeah like that I'm I never done I don't happy know, I actually birthday. Yeah. To the best. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I'm not one of those people. So once like Melissa, once Melissa was like, said something about it. So I just made a post. It was just a blank on Instagram. It was just the stories, but it was just a blank screen. I just wrote HBD wife. (laughs) (laughs) And I tagged her, but like all these people were like cracking up and and they're like, that's all you're going to write for her. And I'm like, no, you know why I'm not going to write anything? Because I fucking live with her. Right. And I'm going to go tell her how much I her birthday means to me. Right. You know, like I don't need to write it so that she knows on Facebook 
that, you know, I don't, I mean, you never really post mushy, well, you never post, you don't really even post Morgan. I rarely ever post anything about Melissa because like we're together. I don't post about Morgan because I want him, I don't want him to be, like when you start posting about the people in your life, they are now a part of it. Like my parents are game for it. So I do it, but like, I don't want Morgan to, I like that he comes to the shows and only a few people who are like diehards know who he is and that's great. But I like, I don't need him getting spotted in public. Like one time it really freaked me out. Like him and his dad got off a plane and somebody posted a picture and tagged me of them getting their luggage. And I'm like, he doesn't need to go through that. He didn't sign up for this. I did. So like, I'm going to protect his, yeah. his dignity and his privacy. Well, that's the, and that's kind of like the, the flip side of it. Morgan wants more of that privacy. Like Melissa is in the public eye. She right, has the jewelry right. business. So like it is, a little a bit like she, she wants it, but she doesn't like love when people come up to her and they're like, oh, my God, like you're Melissa, Gasper's wife. Like she's like, oh, shit, like because she likes being behind the scenes as like yeah. a jeweler and not, you know, but it is funny after the show in St. Louis, a girl came up to me. And actually, I think she listens to the podcast. So if you're listening, hi, because I remember that. I think she told me that she came up to me and she goes, oh, look what I'm wearing. And she had on all of Melissa's jewelry, oh, that's which was awesome. kind of cool. That's so, very nice. so I took a picture and sent it to Melissa. And she was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. You know, whatever. And it was yeah. like, but so like that part's cool. But I get what you're saying. Like, shout out True Warrior Jewelry. Check them out. Yeah. True Warrior Jewelry. But that that is definitely like a. I understand where you're coming from because like Morgan didn't want that. Right. Like, well, Melissa and Morgan have a lot in common that they don't find us funny. <laughs> Melissa even straight up told me when I got here the other day, she don't find me funny. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's a Staten Island woman right there. Anyway, so the funny thing about that is I made more, you know, doesn't it feel so gratifying when you make Melissa laugh? You're like, fuck yes. Like I yeah, did like, it. Yeah. I'm, oh God. Oh, I say to her, I'm like, did, did you just laugh? I immediately oh, turned to Morgan. Wait, I was like, what was funny? Oh no, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day was the engagement episode. Oh, perfect. I forgot what episode that was. When I make Morgan laugh, I just start immediately grilling him. I get very serious. I'm like, what was funny about it? Like, what what part of that made you laugh? Like, what is it? Can I write this down? Do I have permission? Like, that type of shit. But I made him laugh so hard a while ago. It was his birthday recently. And I got him a birthday card. And it was just a basic, simple birthday card. But on the on both sides of the card, I wrote one of those super sappy. And I was like, I thank you so much for supporting me mentally, physically, and financially. And I just like did all this bullshit sappy shit. And he was like cracking up as he was reading it. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, it's rare. It's very rare if I get her to laugh at something like, like a lot of the times she's just like, I don't understand how people think you're funny. Yeah, no, Morgan says like, the same like thing. She's like, people pay to watch this. Like, she's like, come live with you. It's not fun. But I'm like, well, that's just, you just have no sense of humor. Dude, we never, f- we didn't even get into this email. Oh, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. She's probably like, get, read the rest of it. We just wanted to leave you on a cliffhanger. So you had to keep listening. We, we should are- change the name of this podcast to unmedicated ADHD. <laughs> that's the name of it. No, I'm good. I'm- the unmedicated podcast, which I like that. I like living this way. Anyway. Okay. Love your back and forth. It has me cracking Wait, start up. from the beginning because most people probably have stopped listening and now pick back up. Well, hello, everybody. First of all, I love your podcast. Love the back and forth banter. It has me cracking up every time I listen. Okay, here's my story that just happened to me last week. My boyfriend and I have been dating for almost six months. Wait, so real yet quick. To say, <laughs> and have yet to say I love you, which I think the original question was how long were you guys dating oh, before you said right, I love you? Alright, here we go you. back to another 20 minutes of realm. <laughs> oh, I think we were dating, I'm gonna say 
probably three, four months. Okay, yeah, Morgan and I were probably about the same, maybe between like four and six months, I would say. Oh, actually, I can tell you, it was, I'm so sorry to the writer of this email. We started talking because we met on Tinder. Oh, yeah, that's right. We were supposed to go on our first date, and I pulled my back at work. And I, it was the night of the date. And I was like, I can't go. But I thought like Morgan was so hot. I was like, I don't want him to think that I'm just like got cold feet and bailing. So I sent him a picture of me in the hospital with my wristband and everything. And I was like, okay, uh, this is just want you to know this is real. I definitely <laughs> want to still go on this date. And you know, teachers constantly in the winter have chapped ass hands, right? So my nail beds were dry as fuck. <laughs> and he almost didn't go on the date because he thought that I had nasty fingered nail beds. What's a nail bed? Like the like your cuticles and shit. Like see I'm all chapped up in there. He was like he thought he almost didn't because he thought I didn't like take care of my body. Like he's he like, he doesn't even take care of his fingernails. He didn't do it. <laughs> this guy's like, a dirtbag. Well, fuck. So anyway, we did end up going on the date after the new year. So that was December. It was January when we, when we finally went out dating. And then we said, I love you on Easter, which was probably what, like April or May? April. So it was like. Four months? Yeah, it was either April or May, four or five months. Wait, now, okay. So here's a question. This woman hates us. You started dating how long ago? Seven years ago. So you, okay, Tinder was a thing. So FaceTime was a thing or not yet? This is where this woman is going to slaughter us. Yes. So like, so this is always a question I have. So like a lot of girls I know and boy, whatever guys, they use Tinder and stuff, <laughs> but they end up FaceTiming before they go on the date. Yeah. Because they, they're like, number one, I want to hear their voice. I want to see mm -hmm. their mannerisms. Like I want to see what they look like. Make sure it's not just a picture. Did you guys like do any of that beforehand? No, I, did I ever tell you about the story the time I got catfished and ended up in that guy? Mm -mm. But do tell. One time I met a guy on Grindr, unfortunately. I've told this a few times on the podcast, so sorry if you've heard it before. I met this guy on Grindr, and we set up a date. And when I was driving there, he texted me. He's like, hey, I'm running late. Just meet me at my house. Red flag, red flag. But I'm like 22 and not picking up on it. So I go to drive to his house, and every block is getting like dingier and dingier and dingier. And when I finally got to his house, it was like the last house on the block, super poorly lit. And I'm like, well, okay. So I got up to his front door, and I... I was like, hello, knock, knock, door flies open. And I'm like, okay, nobody's there. I took one step in the- the door was open? Like cracked open. So when I knocked, it like opened. Oh, what and the, it's like, like a fucking horror movie. I was like, okay. I took one step in, I turned and looked into, I turned left to his dining room and his dining room was all fully clothed, dressed mannequins with a full place setting. What? Like like dining at the table, and I didn't even see him. I ran to my car and left. Never met the guy. What? It freaked, it freaked me out. That's like the start of a horror movie. It, yes, I know. I can't believe I never told you this. Wait a second. So did you? All right. So bad. Sorry, lady. We're never reading your email. It's done. Just yeah. close the laptop. Yeah. Close the, the email. Yeah. Sorry. Wait. So did you talk to him? On only on. So Grindr. you messaged on Grinder back and forth. Let's yeah. meet up. Let's hang out. Mm -hmm. I want to. See your body. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever grinder people say. Tiptoe, Ally. And, tiptoe. And you guys, he then says, meet me here. You never faced, you don't even know what he looked like aside from the pictures no, that he I had up. I knew what he looked like. Uh, no, the pictures he had up. Right, which you could never, have been fake. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You never really saw him. Yeah. Did you no. talk to him on the phone? Mm, no. And he did. So you think he wanted you to see the mannequins? I don't know. Like, because why leave the door open? 
because he was still getting ready, I guess. I don't know. He wanted to kill me. Easy to get me inside. I have no idea. I'm yeah, like blown it, away. Yes, it was crazy. So when you, wow, that's weird. Did you ever message him again? No, I blocked him on everything and it was just crazy. I was freaked out, super freaked out. I drove straight to my friend's house and was like, this is nuts. I think I almost died. That's fucking crazy. I know, it was crazy. But Morgan and I never really FaceTimed either. But I was very skeptical. We were meeting in a public place, so I was fine. My guess. I've heard people who've met in a public place and then been mugged or whatever. But we were meeting in a really nice restaurant. And it was super public. And You were a teacher at the time, right? I was a teacher at the time. He was exactly who he said it was. I always told multiple friends. I sent them pictures of him. I sent them his profile so they had it, where we were going, what time, texted him when I got there, texted them when I late, like all of that, right? And I did have many red flags going off with Morgan. Actually, I thought that he might have been like married or something and was like fucking around with guys on the side because he didn't text he only messaged me through Facebook Messenger. Yeah, that's a red flag. Yeah, I was, all my friends were like, this is weird, head for the hills, run. And his just, let's call his ass. Hold on. Let's call his ass. He's never been on the podcast. So this is hilarious. Also, does Melissa answer the phone? Because Morgan literally never answers the phone. No, she answers. I hope to God he answers. But she answers pissed. He like never answers. She's like, what? Remember when we no, called he's her? Super, he's Morgan's not a mean guy. Remember when we called her that time to ask how a New Yorker would say Mario? She's like, what? Yes. She- Why do I have him as my emergency contact on things? This happens every time. If I was in like dire danger, what would be happening? Hi, I just Morgan. Please. Let's do this again. One more time. Because I told him two calls and it's important. <laughs> That's our thing. One time my friend got arrested and I, I was the only number he had memorized. So he called me from jail. I was teaching. Well, I have a story about that too. Yeah. See, I could be on the dead on the side of the highway and no one you ever come get me. Mannequins shed right this now. This is bad. Oh God, Morgan, come on. Okay. Don't let me forget. We're calling to ask him why he used FaceTime over, over Facebook texting. Messenger. Facebook messenger. Uh, he's, I mean, God, so what is his reason? Damn, apparently his reasoning was, I'm taking my phone off, but do not disturb in case he calls back. Apparently his reasoning was that on Facebook Messenger at the time, you could like see if the message was delivered. And also you couldn't turn off read receipts. So he would know if like I got it or I didn't. And like, I would know if he got the message and he didn't, I think. Yeah, but what would be, like why that. would he even care? Cause like, I don't know. If, oh, and, and apparently all his friends in Dallas, which he had just moved to Michigan from Dallas at the time. That's what they did. They all messaged each other via Facebook messenger. And Morgan worked for an airline industry at this time too. So him and all of his friends were traveling internationally like every single weekend. So they were using Facebook messenger to communicate rather than text because it was very often that a friend who you were texting might be in another country. All right, well then that makes sense. I, but but we weren't in another country. Do you still think he's married? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Judging by the fact that he didn't answer the call twice. Right? he answers. Okay. Wait, so... So no, we never FaceTimed before. Yeah, because like, see, I don't know. Like, it's so funny. Even when you were saying like, oh, I texted my friend and I tell them my location and I sent them pictures. Like, I never knew that life. Yeah. Because like, I had like a flip phone when Melissa and I started dating, basically. Not really. I had a, I had a 
sidekick maybe. Okay. You know, like. Yeah, he didn't have an iPhone yet. I was with Morgan when he got his first iPhone. Yeah, I didn't have an iPhone either. I yeah. had like a sidekick or whatever. And I'm just thinking like. You had a Motorola Razor? Like, but we wouldn't even, it, it's crazy to think because today, like you text somebody, oh, I'm going on a date and here's where I'm going to be. Like I had a friend, she, um, a, a girl I work with was like, oh, I'm going out with somebody, but she didn't like want anyone to know. And I kind of knew him. So she was like, I'm going here. And she told me all the information. I'm like, what am I going to do with all this? She's like, well, in case something happens to me, like, but that's how like out of the loop I am. I'm like, what would happen? She's like, people are fucking crazy. crazy. She's like, I can meet up with him. And he throws me in the back of his trunk. At least right. we could see that I was at this restaurant. I was like, oh, all right. Like, well, that's why Morgan got, I'm sorry, still going. No, 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 that was it. But it's just crazy to me. Cause like, I never did any of this. Like, right. listen, I met, we went on a date. and But you also met like in the wild. Yeah. Like we didn't have a date. Yeah. Morgan was pissed at me too, because I didn't have his phone number memorized. And he's like, danger could happen. Like you, something like your phone, like you're somewhere out, you need to know. And I was like, yeah, I just like, I, I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody's number except for mine, my parents That's yeah. it. and my house growing up. But then when we, it was like the week we moved into our house. Did I ever tell you this? The week we moved into our house, I locked myself out with the dog inside the house. And I like, I'm like, I'm not going to bust a window of this house that we just bought. This is insane. And a neighbor was going by and I had never met her. She was like, hi, are you the new neighbor? I was like, yeah, hi, actually, can I use your phone? But I didn't know Morgan's number. So I called my mom and I told my mom, mom, call Morgan nonstop until he answers and then tell him what's up and tell him to come home so he can let me in the house, right? But also, but how would you even get in touch with? That's what I told Morgan. I go, here's the thing. Should I know your number? Yes. But also, I'm glad that I still told her to call you, to call my mom, to call you. Because had I called you, you wouldn't have answered. I would have been on the stranger's phone trying to call you three, four, five times until you actually answered. So, yes, I called my mom to call you. I told my mom, call him till he answers. Did he answer? Keep, yeah, he answered. What did, he, did he come <laughs> He's home? He's like, uh, my boyfriend's mom's calling me nonstop. I should probably pick this up. And then, yes, he ended up coming. Well, the neighbor came back, was like, he called me and he said he's going to be home. And that's how we met this neighbor who we're now actually friends with. Oh, that's cool. But yeah. I meant to tell you yesterday at, so when I go on stage, I don't put my, I keep my phone out of my pocket. You know, I don't need it on stage. So I had my phone in the, in the locker, whatever, in the, in the green room. And I had the password. So this comedy club in Jersey has a password to get into the door. So whatever, one, two, three, four, whatever the password was, I wrote it in my phone, left it on the, in the room. So when I came back, when I came back to the room, the door was locked. You were on stage and I couldn't get back in the room. Same happened to me too. When, when the show was over, you were at the merch booth. Kevin was on stage. Everyone's trying to go to the bathroom and I'm frantically trying to get into the green room. I'm I'm just pushing all the buttons. That's why I texted the code back to you. So Joe and I were just texting the code to each other. Like, Hey, here's the code. Cause it would get lost in text messages. So I get back. So then I was just awkwardly, I had just finished doing whatever. I'm up there for 30 minutes. And then all of a sudden I'm just like standing there with a group of people. And they're like, are you, How's it going? I'm like, not bad. Just watching the show. But yeah. I, there was nowhere for me to sit. So I just stood at their table and they were cracking up. They were like, this is so funny watching you right now. I was like, I'm just trying to just, you know, I'm just, and they're like, you're, you're locked out of the room, aren't you? I was like, well, yeah, I'm, I am. And they're like, yeah, we could tell. Kevin, like, the opener, told Gasper last night that sometimes he looks like a sim just trying to navigate the world, bouncing <laughs> off the walls and like, <laughs> a sim's character. He's Dude, like, you, Kevin said this last night to me. I wrote it down because it's such a good quote. 
he the and you can apply this to any version of life, but I'm gonna say it in the comedy sense. Play to the showroom, not to the green room. So give your audience what they want. Don't do it because the other comics in the green room. That's what that's what they want to see. You could apply that to anything. Like don't don't do something because the other teachers in the teachers on want you to do it because the students like are need it or yeah. whatever. Right. It's like that's such a good quote. That's just that's the story of my career. Play for the show you know, like I, I dress up a lot. You know, you know, I do whatever for my oh, students. Really? This closet full of goddamn this is a whole friggin' goodwill in the, his basement of just costumes and costumes. They, but and when I first started dressing up as like a knight and Julius Caesar and all that stuff, a lot of the teachers I worked with like hated it. Like they oh, really, yeah, that happened to me too. Like, they were like, oh, all right. Like, who the fuck's this new guy who's coming in, dressing up, like, making us look bad? And I was like, and I remember saying to a guy, like, I'm not here for you. I'm here for the students. Yeah. Like, they go crazy for this shit. I don't really care if you like it or not. And he was Nor like. Nor should you. And he was like, oh, okay. How old were you at the time? I was like 23, 24. That's, that's, that's a much sooner awakening than most people. Well, because you know what it was? Like I was always dressing up and the kids always love it. So, and then like, after, and like, the, and then I was like getting discouraged. I was like, maybe I shouldn't like, I look like an idiot. And then I was like, these kids literally go fucking crazy when I dress up and I'm not going to do it because some random guy is like, Oh, you're making us look bad. I was like, Oh, and I was like, Oh, party city's open all year. I was like, you can get costumes too. So no actually, way. before we redress this email, I want to show you something from my closet. For those of you at home. Oh, good God. This is. They can't hear you unless you're talking into that gas. Does this work? So I have a full green, green suit. A like, morph suit. A morph suit, but it's not. It's for a green screen. It's got the hood and everything. And it's got the gloves. So in my old house, we had, a, I bought this paint. It's called like chrome green paint or something. And I painted my whole entire room the green and I would just run around in it and have a green screen house like designed, like a room in my house just to film weird videos and the green screen. What? For the kids. For For my students. So like, oh, I would be filming about the 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 cavemen. I'd have a cave round background, you know, caveman background, walk around like a caveman, do it all. Then I got this morph suit because I wanted my kids in the videos when they were young, but they couldn't walk yet. So I would have Melissa wear the morph suit and <laughs> hold, <laughs> hold. I gotta see some of these. My kids, they would so she, like flying across. They the would screen. walk across the screen, but in the morph suit. <laughs> and like the the video quality is bad because I just you didn't like know 2013. what. 2013. Yeah, like I didn't even know what I was doing. I was just like, oh cool, I have iMovie. Let's do whatever. But yeah, I'll I'll find them and send them to you. They're they're funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. Both kids are just Gasper. Um Gasper was in all the history videos. Lucy's in more of the like comical videos. That is so funny. Because Lucy's just got like a a, a comedy personality personality here's what we'll do you guys we got to get the rest of this email before this episode ends but let's cut to a commercial break before we do it <laughs> okay you guys thank you so much for listening to this social studies podcast thank we you love- guys we're really sorry we just kind of ran out of time and just kidding we gotta finish this email <laughs> okay for all of you i okay well hello everybody <laughs> first of all i love your podcast your back and forth banter has me cracking up every time i listen okay here's a story that happened to me last week my boyfriend and i have been dating for almost six months but have yet to say i love you <laughs> I've, this is about. I've definitely been wanting to but have chickened out 
My, I am a preschool teacher, and on Monday, today is Wednesday, I was using voice-to-text through my Apple Watch to text my boyfriend. The end of the sentence was the exact same time that one of my three-year-olds decided to tell me that she loved me. My watch <laughs> picked it up and attached it to the text message and sent it to my boyfriend. I immediately realized what happened and explained the situation to him, to which he responded, a convenient excuse. He literally said, a convenient excuse. Oh, all right. He was being funny. With a tongue out of mouth emoji. Okay, so he was being cute and funny about it. I responded that though it's not untrue, it's definitely not how I would have said it for the first time. And he said, well, I'm not going to think about it too much, but it was very funny. Oof. Why is it funny? Well, because she said, she said, although it's not untrue, this isn't how I would have said it for the first time. But I think he's saying it's funny saying it for the first time like that. I he was well, it's, I'm not going to think about it too much, but it is very funny. It I'm is seeing very him tonight funny. for the first time since it happened. So fingers crossed. Keep bringing the... I'm just going to email her back right now and be like, what happened? We need to follow up. No, but I would take it as it's pretty funny. Like, it's pretty funny that that's the, how you said it for the first time. I don't think she, he meant it in a negative way. You know, I don't think he's saying it's pretty funny that you love me. You get what I'm saying? Joe is <laughs> aggressively typing back an email trying to find out right now. So maybe in real time we'll get the answer to this, but I'm sure it'll be... Yeah, I, I wouldn't have taken that as a, a negative... I don't know. I would have just been like, okay, you love me. Well, did you see there's like this whole new kick? Like you can't say love you. Like they're saying it's like informal. Like, yeah, that's been a thing for a while. Like I just, just said back to her, I go, what happened? We just read this on the podcast. We both are on the edge of our seats. We need the follow up to this. Hope this played out in your favor for what it's worth. We love you. Signed, Joe and Gas. Well, the thing is like, if that's the way you said it, if she feels that way and that's the way it came out, then that's a good story. Yes, we need to know. You know, like, but you'll probably know next podcast, guys. You'll probably know next podcast. I'm so that glad that we got into that. That was good. <laughs> I'm so glad we read all those emails. I'm so glad we read all those emails. It was super important that we got through them all. Listen, at least you guys know where we stand on love. Happy Valentine's Day. Where we stand on love. Happy Valentine's Day. Guess, we did it. We did the podcast. It's 50 minutes. All right. Perfect. Hey, you guys, listen, this is what we want you to do. Again, sorry for not having a YouTube episode this week. We're recording in Staten Island. Don't have filming capabilities. Staten Island doesn't have cameras. Yeah, Staten Island doesn't have Wi-Fi. It's not invented <laughs> here yet. So we we will get back to those starting next week. Listen, do us a huge favor, though. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and write a nice message in there, too. We might read it on the pod. We'd love hearing from you. And as always, write your crazy whatever. Even if you just want to say hi, I don't care what it is. Send us an email. Send it to thesocialstudiespodcast at gmail.com. That's thesocialstudiespodcast at gmail.com. We love you guys so much. Love we'll you guys. See Thank you next you. week. Thank Bye, you. guys. Bye.